On today's episode, look at me and my funky dance moves. I talk about Megan. Hello and welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, analyzes it, and dissects it, whether it be movies, television, and music. I'm your host, John, and today I'm doing a special release, as this pa- as I've mentioned over the past weekend. I've been doing three reviews while April's been out of town. Yeah, Friday, we did a review of Clue from 1985. Then we did The Ray from 1986. Now, today I'm doing a special released, recently released movie that is in the theater right now as we speak. I just got back from my theater. I saw the movie Megan, which is an American science fiction horror film directed by Gerald Johnson, written by Akela Cooper, and also with a story by Cooper and James Wan. And this movie stars Allison Williams and Violet McGraw with Amy Donald physically portraying Megan and Jenna Davis doing her vocalization. Uh, This movie follows the android doll who develops self-awareness and becomes hostile to anyone who comes between her and her human companion. I am not going to lie to you guys. I saw this movie and I thought, this movie is going to be terrible. Um, Blumhouse is either a hit or miss with me. They could either have a very good movie, like the uh, first of the Halloween entries, or they can have a very bad movie, like a recent update of Black Christmas. I was not going in this movie with full expectation, but I have to say, coming out of the theater and seeing um, what I saw, I really enjoyed this movie. I really did. I mean, it was very campy with the horror and the humor and the elements of satire and the performances of this movie, especially um, Alice Women's who plays the aunt, and then Violet McGraw, who plays Caddy, the her niece that she has to take care and everything. I thought they were great. The Megan Android with the vocalization, I thought she did very well in trying to na- nail that like Megan type of voice. And then um, the vocalization, I mean, the um, the physical portrayals of Amy Donald, I thought she was great. Especially, like, the way she would, like, sit straight, like, she'd be lying on the floor, and then she'd just stand straight up from her heels or whatever. I thought that was great. Um, it does feel a little bit like a Lifetime movie. I'm not going to lie. It feels like one of those weird, like, the babysitter and the person she's watching or something like that i don't know like it's it does feel kind of lifetime and i think that's what they were going for i'm not really sure but it, it works very well another person i have to mention that was in the cast is ronnie chung he kind of plays uh allison williams's boss funny i think he's really funny i love his stand-up and everything i loved him in um crazy rich asians so it was nice to see him getting some more work um the other thing I have to mention is at the very beginning of this movie, and it feels so weird. So it's this commercial of a toy. The toy, and I'm going to spec- um, look at, it kind of looks like a troll doll and a Furby had a baby. So like the hair is the style of a troll doll. But you could see like wind up teeth at its mouth and it was talking to you and everything. If this was a toy, and it was because they made sure to make that perfectly clear in this fake commercial that it was a toy. It looks so weird. 
And there was a blue one. It looked like Sonic the Hedgehog droppings. That's the best way I can describe this thing. Because I don't even know. Like, I'm sitting here trying to come up with a word for how disturbing this thing looks. And the only way I can relate to it is actually a real live Saturday Night Live skit with Eddie Murphy when he was the host. And he makes, like, this inhumane cake that because they were doing, like, a British Bake Off parody... And the cake comes alive asking Eddie to kill him because it was living in pain. That is probably the best way I can describe this thing. Because that's how horrible this thing looks. And I get it. Like, the movie's about this toy company and everything. And they want to make money off Megan. And it, it just feels weird. It really does. Like, I'm sitting here trying to come up with the best way for how they satire the toy companies and everything because everything's a competition and then they wanted to charge like a ridiculous ten thousand dollars for when they were going to launch this thing no i would not pay 10 grand for this thing hell honestly i wouldn't have this thing in my house i'm terrified of dolls especially porcelain ones it looks like they're gonna come alive at night and steal your soul any minute but enough about me and my insecurities all in all i think megan is a good movie um blumhouse did really well They've already talks about doing a sequel and throwing in the Chucky universe and then having Megan the Stallion in this franchise as well, which I think that would be interesting because kind of wonder what Megan the Stallion would do. Also, I would love to see this cast again, um, especially um, uh, Alice in Wonderland and Violet McGraw, who played the main two characters. I thought they were great. Their performances were wonderful. And, you know, this is a horror movie. They did set it up for a sequel at the very end. I kind of am interested to see where they go with that. Considering what happens to the doll at the very end, I kind of want to see where Blumhouse takes this. And, you know, James Wan is the creator of very many franchises. I think the biggest and most um, <clears throat> popular one now that he probably has done is help with the Insidious, the Saw, and the Conjuring franchises. Plus, he did Malignant, which uh, I know my wife did not care for that movie. I kind of liked it a little bit. Um, but, you know, I, he definitely set something up with Megan. That's for sure. There's definitely a franchise going to involve around this. And especially if he gets into the, the world of Child's Play with Chucky, the doll, and everything. I would love to see that movie. I would give this a light recommend, you know, it's it's cool, it's fun to watch. I don't think, and this is my only problem with this movie, I don't think it should be seen in theaters because it's only like an hour and 40, and honestly, I think you can wait till this movie comes out of theater and onto like a rental or something and it's still enjoyed as much as I did. I know I enjoyed it a lot from seeing it from the theater because... Especially with that commercial. Seeing that thing is, is seeing is believing. Just like the Wraith was. So, all in all, I'll recommend Megan. I still think you should go uh, see it on when it comes out on a rental. And especially with the, with the campy blend of the horror and the uh, humor. And the, L, and the performances. And then the satire elements. I think all in all, uh, Megan is a movie... That should be checked out one way or the other. And I'm kind of interested to see where they go. But that is going to be my review of Megan. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, please send us an email at flexologypodcast at gmail.com 
or check us out on Instagram at Flixology Podcast. And as always, please like, please subscribe, please write a review. That's how we're ends. Please spread the show word of mouth. That's how we get it out there. Now we are going back to our normal schedule this Wednesday. And what other way to start our schedule back going back to our schedule than me donning on my Darth Vader suit and talking about Empire Strikes Back. That's right, I'm going to be talking about Empire Strikes Back this upcoming Wednesday. I hope you will join me for that. And as always, this is the Flixology Podcast. I'm your host, John. Take it easy. Thank you.